July. That's when I spent the thousand dollars, and I kind of I lost it all on, on Facebook ads. And that's when that point was like, I'm stuck. I think this stuff isn't for me. It's time to open your mind and expand your empire. You're listening to The Ted Huff Show. Join in for stories that embrace imperfections and become the inspiration you need to achieve true greatness in your life through actionable progress in the pursuit of self-discovery, self-improvement, and self-purpose. Where will your story take you? Now let's get it started with the man himself, your host, Ted Huff. Welcome to The Ted Huff Show. I'm your host, Ted Huff. My guest at the early age of 16 became a six-figure e-commerce entrepreneur. As a summer youth league soccer referee, he saved up $1,000 to start investing into a drop shipping business. After six months of failing, he started to see success on the day of his birthday when he made his first $500 in a day. He is now known as an e-commerce expert, digital entrepreneur, influencer, investor, consultant, and speaker with multiple e-commerce stores and an educational company where he offers coaching and mentorships for people who want to either start their own e-commerce store or scale the stores that they already have. His goal is to help others achieve financial freedom just as he has for himself. Please welcome to the Ted Hub Show, Ninos Shamel. Oh, and before I forget, subscribe to the Ted Hub Show on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and at tedhuff.com. That's www.tedhuff.com. Now enjoy the episode. Hey, Ninos, I appreciate you joining us today here at the Ted Huff Show. I'm excited to, to, to learn some of the things that you have been able to accomplish at the young age of 17 now, but you started this way earlier. Why don't yeah. you give everybody a quick background of what it is that you're doing today, and then we'll, we'll dive into how it happened. Awesome. So what I, what I basically do is it's called Shopify dropshipping, where you take wholesale products and sell them for a retail price without any inventory. So I only go ahead and buy the product off of the supplier once a customer buys it off of me first. So it's really low risk since I don't have to buy the products in bulk. Right. And that's why it caught my attention from the beginning, because like I don't have thousands of dollars to play around with to start a business. So I'm like, this is a great opportunity to start one because it doesn't require a big budget. And I also consult people and teach people on how they can start their own e-commerce businesses, just like how I have. You know, you and I talked a little bit before this, and one of the things that was interesting to me is that you mentioned being not coming from a family that had money, um, mm-hmm. but also not being from a family family that is really poor. Growing up in that environment, what was the major inspirational point or inspirational thing that made you decide to to take a different path? Because most people at the age you're at or age you were when you started all of this have their mindset either I'm just going to go to school or I'm going to get a good job and then I'm going to get my pension. And what was that major inspiration to take a different path? Uh, there was many things that came into play, but I'd say the biggest one would be like ever since I was a kid like maybe four years old I just loved cars like I just loved cars like some people say like buying a Lamborghini is a waste of money but it's not <laughs> if you it's not if you actually like it you know what I mean like I just like cars like if I were to buy one it's not to show off it's because I actually like cars we'd be on like the highways and I'd see like a Lambo and I un- I understood not at four years old but like later on like maybe when I was like 13 I understood that you can't buy that by working for someone else no one who has like a Bugatti 
works a job. You know what I mean? Like they own, they all own something. They've all built something. So I figured the only way to get to the level where I can buy like a car that I want and be comfortable with it is by actually owning a business or building something where I'm not working for someone else. I mean, I, I don't know any job where you can buy a $1 million car while working for someone else. <laughs> can you pinpoint that one thing or that experience in your life that is like, all right, now I know I got I to gotta go get this money? It all kind of happened in like a span of maybe two two to three weeks, I would say, where I was just experiencing all these like. I was out like watching, like scrolling through like these um, entrepreneurs' Instagram feeds, seeing like the impact that they've created just by building a business and leveraging it to build like a personal brand. It all it all kind of got to my attention because it's like I want to have that much power too, where I can impact all these people's lives, teach them how to make money. But before I do that, I have to learn how to make money first. Is the entrepreneurial bug something that that comes from your family? Is your mother, father, relative? Is somebody in your family get you kind of there to spark that? Mm, not really. No one really helped me spark that. Everyone kind of has a job. <laughs> <laughs> I've had other folks on the show that they started with the drop shipping, like what you're doing. That that wasn't good for them. That wasn't a good fit for them. So they went to the branded route. Can you tell me why you've stuck with the drop shipping and haven't gone to the branded route? I feel like branding. I, I'm just not ready yet because I feel like if I do it, I want to have like like a lot, a lot of money ready to spend on marketing and advertising strategies. And I know it's not really easy as drop shipping is. Like drop shipping isn't easy. It's simple. But like branding, you just have to have like a different approach to it. It's not the same as drop shipping. But eventually I will start a brand. Can you tell me a, a time where you were like, okay, I don't think this drop shipping thing is for me. I, I think I, I got to figure something else out. What was that break point and what did you do to, to recover from it? When I started learning about drop shipping, I was really into it to the point where I stopped going to the gym. I stopped chilling with friends on the weekends. Oh my. And I was taking it like seriously because I was taking it seriously. That's why. So I was just grinding out like hours researching, learning, um, testing different things, building stores and stuff, right? So I spent a lot of my time just working on the dropshipping business. I started learning about it in January, but I actually started taking action in June. Like I started marketing in June. That's what I mean, like Facebook ads. So just, exactly. just for a lot of people that realize, you started learning in January. Yep. You didn't actually start taking any action until June. Yeah, a lot of people make the mistake too. And I, that's it. That's one of my biggest mistakes was just because I was scared to take the action. I just kept learning, uh, watching videos, and I didn't go all in. I was just dabbling. And that's a big problem I see a lot of people do is that they just dabble. But you actually want to go all in so that you progress faster. I only had $1,000 saved up, and that was from refing. I used to ref soccer games. And that's how I was able to save up capital to start a business. So I never really had a job where I worked for like, let's say like eight hours a day, six hours a day. Right. You know, it was just like, the refing games would be like 30 bucks a game, maybe sometimes 20. It just depends on what league I'm doing. Right. So I so, saved up a thousand. So where where, yeah. did, where did you get where did you get an Instagram? There's an ad all the time. There are a couple guys that I know really well that offer online courses, but they're not cheap. How did you learn the skills needed to pick the products to build the store? And then you just started to go into the Facebook ads. How did you how did you learn all those different pieces? Honestly, a lot of the information is on YouTube. I've noticed that the only information that's kind of kept secret on YouTube would be Facebook ads. A lot of people don't teach like the legit strategies that they use. And that's when they probably want you to buy their course. But that's when I actually got a mentor to teach me that. 
in July, that's when I spent the thousand dollars and I kind of I lost it all on, on Facebook ads. And that's when that point was like, I'm stuck. I think this stuff isn't for me. But then I came across this opportunity with, with affiliate marketing. Um, I was in a Telegram group chat with a bunch of dropshippers, and I had mentioned like, guys, I think I'm done. Like, I, I don't even need to be in this group chat. I'm done dropshipping. And someone in that group chat hit me up, and I thought it's another guy trying to sell me his course, but it wasn't. <laughs> he, he was actually offering me the opportunity to become an affiliate for like a program, right? And it. Re- he, requires an upfront cost but he let me in for like zero and told me to pay what i owe after i make the first sale right so how it works is you have to buy like some sort of package in order to have the access to sell it but he's like i'll buy it for you and just pay me after you make your first sale and all the rest of the sales will be yours so that's what i did and i ended up making four grand at the end of august oh so, wow and I'm, yeah i took it like i was grinding out on that because i need i needed to i needed the money again so to start to start drop shipping again. So then in September I started it up again. Um, I figured the only thing I'm missing is Facebook ads. Like I needed to learn it properly, and that's when I went ahead and got a mentor for it. Then on the day of my birthday was my first successful day where I made five hundred dollars in that single day. Wow. So September 18, 2018, That's when I first saw success with drop shipping. Would you say that person that reached out to you became the biggest inspiration to keep going? He did help me continue, yeah, because it's like, even my mom was kind of freaking out, like, you lost all your money from refing. And then I, I came across this opportunity, and the thing is, he hasn't spoken to me in months. Like, he's like one of those guys who doesn't answer texts or emails, so it's like, I got, <laughs> I got lucky. Like, I got lucky that it was like, it was kind of like at the right time, the right place, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And yeah, it just, it just hit me, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thankful for it though. When you get in a place where you feel overwhelmed or you're feeling like you can't focus, what is it that you do that, that gets you get your mind right again? So something I did, something I did fix was I actually started focusing on like the gym again and seeing my friends. Because remember, I told you that I sacrificed mm-hmm. all those things to to do drop shipping, but I realized that stuff started to get better once I actually started to manage my time more wisely. Is there a particular process or procedure or any? What do you use to manage that time? The whiteboard right above me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's there. Before I go to sleep, I just write down like the times I want to do stuff. Like sometimes it's inaccurate, but as long as it, like it gets it gets to the point, you know what I mean. At the end of every day, you're planning the next day. Exactly. I want to be ahead. What do you do about your long-term goals? How do you how do you manage to to drive towards your long-term goals? If you keep doing like let's say li- little things every day, it'll it'll help you get like a few steps closer to those long-term goals. So how do you break down the big steps into small steps? I have this notebook, but like I had like my big goals written on the first page, and then on the second page, it's like smaller goals and the bigger like. They're smaller compared to the bigger goals, but they will help me get to the bigger goals. Then it just kept going like smaller, smaller, smaller until I got to the point where it's stuff that I could do every day that'll help me get to like the front page. But it was in an order where it would help me get to the bigger goals. What belief, behavior, or habit have you changed recently that's made the biggest impact in your success? I'd say discipline. So define define, define that for us because everybody has a different perspective of what that means. So let's say some days I'm working on my business and I have so much stuff to do. But like I said that I'd go to the gym at 5, 5 p.m. After I eat lunch, I got to go to the gym. And let's say I'm working on this stuff and I get too into it or I get lazy to go to the gym. That's when discipline comes in and tells me, no, you got to get up and go. So that's like when I'm like, no, I got to just shut it down. So I literally just slam like my laptop screen down. I'm like, let's head to the gym. Because 
I need to stay disciplined. I need to follow what I said I do the, the day before. Whatever I wrote down, I got to achieve it. The biggest thing is keeping the promises you've made to yourself is what it sounds like. Yeah, or else you're cheating. You're cheating yourself. If somebody wants to explore the world of drop shipping, what is the best way for them to figure out whether or not it's right for them? Okay, here's a problem I see people make. They think it's easy because it's played out to be easy so you can buy their course. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> But it's not easy. It's simple to understand what the business model is. It's a very simple business model, but it does take work to get started in the beginning. Once you find a winner product and you start making a lot of sales, it only gets easy when you have stuff automated. But to get to that level, you actually have to put in a lot of hours to get stuff set up, like website development, setting up the apps you need, product research, marketing, email marketing. There's just so many things that will take up time in the beginning. What would you say are two other misconceptions of, of dropshipping? I had this one guy I was speaking to yesterday. Uh, he, he, had, he had set up his email marketing campaigns. You want to be setting stuff up like once you have ads running, a winner product, I would say. And what do you think the third one is? Selling products that are useless. Because a lot of people sell products that you can find at Walmart or like the gas station. When, when I sell a product, there's three main things I look for. The first thing is it has to have like high quality product images. I want it to catch their attention when they're scrolling through their Facebook feed mm -hmm. or Instagram feed. The second thing I look for is that I can sell it for three times the price that I buy it for. And the third thing I look for is that you can't find it in like a store. I'm going to just do a quick recap. Number one misconception, it's easy just because the business model is easy. Number two is focusing on activities that don't generate leads or revenue. And the third one is selling products you can buy at a local Walmart or a store. What are three tactics that the audience can take and in general? Just expand their empire. So definitely get a whiteboard, put it somewhere where like it's going to be the first thing you see when you wake up. Um, the second thing I would say is focusing on your health, like waking up early, going for jogs, what, taking fish oils, whatever supplements, anything where you're where it's like health focused. Days where I don't go to the gym, I feel tired when I'm working. I feel kind of lazy. But the days where I go, go to the gym, it's like I have all this energy and I feel like I work more efficiently, too. And the third thing would be have like a deeper purpose than making money. So like maybe your purpose would be helping your family out because if it's all about the money, it's going to be hard to be successful because eventually you're going to burn out. But if there's a bigger purpose, like think big, then you won't stop no matter whatever's in your bank account. So you bring up a good point. So, so we, I haven't asked this question and, and I need to add that to my list of questions to ask is what is your purpose for doing all this? Honestly, I always wanted to have like a wealthy family. Like uh, like Bill Gates, <laughs> that's kind of like cool. Like he, he's just helping like worldwide. Anything where you have like that kind of power is good. It sounds like the, the driver for you and the biggest purpose is to be able to generate enough money so that you can help others that are in need. So that is awesome. Thank you. Well, before we say goodbye, if somebody wants to learn from the e-commerce expert that you are where's the best place to get a hold of you uh definitely so everything's on my instagram um you can shoot me a dm if i don't answer shoot me an email there's like the email contact thing at the like on my instagram page but yeah my instagram is at ninos official well ninos i i Really, really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I'm very proud to have met you and to know you because this is you. fabulous what you've you've been able to pull off. Many people, many times your age, ha don't even have the level of discipline that you do, and and that is that is outstanding. So I really appreciate the time here at the TED Hub Show. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this episode of the Ted Huff Show. But we know you're wondering where you go from here. TedHuff.com makes it easy for you to get notifications for new episodes, specialized contests, exclusive giveaways, and upcoming events simply by signing up for our mailing list. You'll get access to all this and more by visiting TedHuff.com. That's T-E-D-D-H-U-F-F.com. Until next time, open your mind and expand your empire right here on the Ted Huff Show.